My wife needs a break. Episode number 12. It's Rui here with you again for another episode on the podcast. My wife needs a break. Episode 12. Relationship goals. So on this week's episode, I'm talking about my relationship with my wife. We just celebrated 10 years of us from the very beginning. So from when we officially started dating, became, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, 20 year old kids in college till now, 30 year olds washed with an AMC A-list subscription to go watch three movies a week because we're old and we're washed, right? So this week's episode, I'm talking all about basically how we got here. It's it's a little all over the place. It's a little scattered, but the one constant thread is the idea of relationships. So uh, on this episode, you can hear me talk about, you know, the throughout the years of me being with my wife, kind of the ups and downs of, of being in a, a relationship and how to handle it. Um, I talk about how it all started, my terrible uh, attempts to 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 be smooth and also um, talk a little bit about just relationships in general and the idea of couples who on social media are perceived to be this like standard for a good relationship and other people view them as relationship goals and I talk a little bit about my feelings on that, my feelings on um, how people should work on, you know, their relationship and focus on them and not let the outside noise impact what ultimately you want for yourself, because what's good for somebody might not be good for you. So that's what's going on on the podcast this week. Episode number 12. My wife needs a break. It's called Relationship Goals. We're doing a great job of keeping it short, so I got you under 30 minutes, people, so I hope you enjoy this one again here. My Wife Needs a Break, the podcast, episode 12, Relationship Goals. Let's get into it. Ten years. Ten years is a third of my life. That's how long I've been with my wife this week we celebrated 10 years of her putting up with me of us from the beginning you know like august 6th 2008 in my dorm room at rhode island college right we had been talking for like i don't know almost a month and i'm quick to fall in love that was that's a fact, right? So I'm already, you know, locked in, you know, after like a month of talking and we're hanging out in my dorm room. It's the summer. I'm working on campus and we're hanging out. This is like the first time we've like spent a weekend chilling, just her and I. And I'm like, all right, I finally muster up the courage. I'm like, let me ask her, you know, Cause I'm 20. Let me ask her if she'll be my girlfriend, right? And in classic Jasmine fashion, my wife, then this girl I'm talking to back then in 2008, was already reading the situation, knowing where things were going, 
and making plans. So when I ask her if she'll be my girl, she's already sent me a Facebook request to list our relationship status as in a relationship. So, you know, fast forward 10 years and I'm 30 and we're married and we've moved across the country. We've done a lot of things. We've been through a lot. 10 years. And that's a solid 10. That's a that's a a real 10. That's, you know, through a lot through you know, finishing college and everything that comes with being in college and living on campus and to me going to grad school and her working a real job. That's a hard thing, man. Like when I was in grad school, that was the most selfish I'd ever been maybe in my whole life. I had two years where it was like, I need to make sure that this decision I made is right. And that I get this career started. And like, I didn't bend a lot. Like, and people view me as this like big softy and, you know, I bend over backwards for my girl and all that. And I did a lot of things. I was kind of like, I think those two years, I was kind of like the parent who tries to like, isn't in their kid's life enough, but tries to buy their affection. That's what I was doing back then. Like when I was in grad school, like, you know, like I wasn't coming home to just chill with her. Like if she wanted to see me, she had to come see me on the weekends. She had to ride the bus to come meet me when I was at school and, you know, kick it with me when I was on campus doing my master's program. And in like return for me not being available, I would do things like, you know, buy her a Keurig, you know, so she can make coffee so she can go work her real job. Because my last year of grad school, she was working, you know, a nine to five, a real job. So, you know, from that to living together, you know, at my first job, you know, on campus at my first job as a hall director, living in a tiny, 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 tiny one bedroom. And her putting up with the fact that I always want to know where she's going. I'm that person. She got up. I'm like, oh, where are you going? So there's nowhere to go. Like, it's a tiny apartment. Like, like everywhere is within three steps. So it's crazy to think that 10 years has already gone by. And um, so that's kind of what I want to talk about today with the time I got on the podcast is just about kind of like, all those things that I'm thinking about right now when it comes to my wife and that relationship I have. Um, I don't think all of it's, I don't think a lot of it's going to be funny, but uh, it'll be, I think, interesting at the least, hopefully. Um, this part, I think, is funny and we'll, and I'll tell it. I, I've, I've told this story a couple of different ways and I'll tell it as close to what I remember. So this is how it all started with me and now my wife, then just this girl that I thought was beautiful and I wanted to talk to her. And I was 20 years old. It's 2008. So I did like what any self-respecting 20 year old in 08 would do. I just harassed the shit out of her on social media. I was everything 
happy birthday messages on Facebook, you know, all of that. MySpace messages, it's just heavy, you know what I mean? Stalking the page, checking the photos, making sure you like the photos, making sure you comment, letting them know you're there. I was doing all of that. And um, it's funny because at the time, I had just ended a, re- a previous relationship I was in, and it wasn't really like, I didn't handle that well because I was young. And so it wasn't very obvious that I was out of my other relationship while I was trying to like be Casanova and just, you know what I mean? Smooth and, you know what I mean? This is pre, this is pre using the terminology sliding into DMs, but like I was all the Trey songs, you know what I mean? I was diving in all the way, head first. And um, it was funny because the thing, the things that I love about my wife to this day, she was always that way when I first met her, which was very direct. And if it was obvious shit, she would point it out. And so, you know, I'm messaging her on Facebook and, you know, trying to be cute and telling her that I noticed her around campus and she's sharp. So she fired back. I notice you, too. And I always notice your girlfriend with you. And so that was step one of her being like, I think you got a girl, so don't talk to me. Kind of kind of wave. And um, I was 20. So I was like, cool. Retreat. I was back out of this. Um, and uh, I regrouped and, and then fired off on the MySpace, right? Because I was like, all right, cool. Facebook's one world. MySpace is another world. So let's, let's come from the MySpace angle. And um, I think I said some wild, corny shit. Like, um, I had a... Shout-outs to T-Pain. He had a record called Time Machine that was on an album. It wasn't a big song. It was just, to me, it was just, like, the melody to it. It was actually a really sad song. But I had that as my my MySpace name. Because back in MySpace days, you know what it was. Like, your, your name wasn't your name. Like, that was the era of just, like whatever stupid shit you wanted to put as your as your name was your name so i think my name was like um like building a time machine or something like that you know what i mean and it was probably because i had just gone through a breakup and i was on some melodramatic type of shit to be honest looking back on it 10 years plus later um but basically like i think she asked like basically like if she could like you know use the time machine kind of thing she must have been going through something too this is hey for all the fellas listening the good move would have been to make sure she was doing good check in be a good person no my response was you can ride the time machine whenever you want which to be clear the time machine would have been my 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 stuff my my junk my my dick that's what i was talking about and uh yeah that was what i did that was stupid but i did that but somehow we started the conversation from there, probably because she thought I was a dirtbag. And I think she was hoping I was like going to be like a really nice guy. But I think like I had been in the in the mode of acting like I felt like I'd been a nice guy and did the whole nice guys finish last. So I was like, I'll just be a, I'll just be an asshole kind of thing. And I'll just be like kind of a, a dirtbag in my own way. And. Uh, and we started the conversation up from there and then we exchanged phone numbers and I had a radio show that night. So I was going to do the radio show with my guys, Deep Pride and Cyrus, aka grown ups who now have real names and 
have real jobs. But back then we was radio DJs. And uh, I went to go do the show with them. And on the ride back from the show, I got a phone call from a number I didn't recognize. So I picked it up and did the whole like, who's this kind of thing. And she was basically like, oh, you didn't even save my number yet. So now I'm like, now I got to fix it. So what she messed up was I was coming straight off of the radio station. So I was like all the way radio voice on ready to go. So that was that was that that was happening. And so I talked to her the rest of the ride there. So my two homies who did the radio show me, they know I sat on that phone cupcake and the whole ride back. It was like a 45 minute ride talking, talking, talking and got back home and talked even longer um, and then I remember it was like a very small thing, but it mattered. Like she was going to the doctor, think she was getting her tonsils removed. And so she told me what time she was, had her, like, you know, her surgery and what time she would be out. And I said, well, I get on my lunch break at 12. I'll call you at 12. And I'll check in on you and see how you're doing. And so this was my first chance to actually show that I was reliable and like I took that very seriously. The next day I called her. And I don't think there's been a day. I don't think there's been a day since then. Even when we've been pissed off or in a fight or anything like that over the years. I don't know if there's been a day that's gone by where we haven't communicated. Whether that was a phone call, text, message, FaceTime. There's no, I don't think there's ever been a day since that day. and that day was july that was that was before we beat us even longer ago but that was july like that was july like 15th because one of my best friend's birthday shout out to see omara um yeah so i don't think we've gone a day since then where we didn't talk but even if it was we were talking because we hated each other's guts for a little bit we were mad at each other whatever the case may be um and so it's crazy and the reason i'm bringing all that up is because like this thing 10 years later that is like, you know, I have a wife and, you know, a partner in crime and a travel buddy and, you know, my, my comedy manager I have all that stuff. And all that started from just like being kids and just bullshitting. And who knew back then that like this is what it would be now. But um reason I bring that up is because it's kind of crazy to me now that we'll have people that. And it's not just me either. It's like any relationships that look good on social media. And it's easy. This is another thing. It's easy to make your relationship look good on social media. Like, it's easy for me to look like I'm a good husband on social media. And it's easy for my wife to look like a good wife on social media. Like, you just put up what you want people to see. Like, you ain't going to put up every fight you have. You ain't going to put up every disagreement. You're not going to put up every, you know, bad day. So people don't know. And then what happens is everyone gets caught up in like, oh, man, like, that's goals like that's like relationship goals it's like the goal should be whatever you and your person that you're with want that to be you know what i'm saying like i really think that that's important for me is that like our thing that's this now 10 years later that took work that was 10 years of work man like that's not nothing light you know what i'm saying like that wasn't just you know we met and we clicked and everything was right like literally me and my wife like from day we were we're with opposites we're like the definition of opposites attract like she wants silence i'm loud as hell like 
she wants a hot cocoa, hot coffee, hot tea. I'm like, you can't put enough ice in my drink and make it cold. Like, I don't want a hot drink. I don't want a hot beverage. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just very different in how we think, how we maneuver. You know what I mean? Like, she's very black and white. You know, this is right. This is wrong. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And I'm very much like about feeling and emotion and energy and we're different people like so it took a lot of it took a lot of work for us to both figure each other out and so i say that to be like let your own relationship be the goals like i don't get it like when it's you also like i had this conversation shout outs to um my friend delita she had posted about just people you know it's nice to get the compliments it's nice for people to feel like your relationship is cool and it is something that they would want to have like that kind of happiness um but at the same time, you don't really know how people are. You don't really know anything. You know what I mean? Like what you can know is yourself and your partner. So I just want to stress that like 10 years later, like all the lovey-dovey Instagram posts, all of the all of that stuff, all the stuff you see online. I mean, like I talked about social media last last time on the podcast. For me, it's like create your own thing and your own story and figure out what you need and don't get me wrong i i love to see my friends happy and i love to see my friends you know find happiness however that is whether it's a job whether it's something they're passionate about whether it's their partner whether it's their kids who doesn't want to see if you don't want to see people happy like you're the ultimate grouch like i don't understand how you cannot want people to be happy but um don't hold yourself to that standard. Don't make it so that you got to be, you know, just like that person or you got to feel and do things the way they do things like fuck that do do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. You know what I mean? Like find your happiness. Um, and that's another thing that I that I saw today. Um, I can't remember where I saw it. It was on Twitter. I can't remember which one of my friends posted. It. I'm sorry. It was the idea of like. If you if you can't make yourself happy, that an, another person's not gonna do that for you. Like another person's not gonna make you happy when you're not a happy person. If you can't find happiness within yourself, you're not gonna find happiness with another person. That's, that doesn't make any sense. And I agree with that 100. percent You know, like me and my wife disagree on this to this day. To be honest, like it's funny because me and my wife don't always agree on this. Like she thinks it's like. I'm one half and you're one half and we come together and we we are whole, right? And I just don't believe that. I believe that everybody's a whole person. I don't believe there's just part partially completed people walking around and you found some other, like we're not Ikea furniture. Like we're not, there's no assembly required. You're a whole person. You know what I mean? You might be scuffed up. You might not, or you might have a lot of baggage, whatever. You might have a lot going on, but you're a whole person and you can be happy with or without anybody else. You can find internal peace. And, you know, I feel like to, to rely on another person, it's not healthy because that person can always let you down. And what are you going to do when that person is not there to either carry, you know, help hold you up or anything like that? You got to be able to stand on your own two feet. Now, is it great to have a partnership and to rely on somebody and have somebody have your back and have somebody believe in you? hundred percent. I think that's awesome, but I don't think you can be dependent on anybody, you know, like you got to be able to go get yours. And 
I think my wife maybe looks at it and feels differently because she has gotten used to us being in a relationship and having each other's back. Um, but I know her from the day I met her. She's always been about going to get it. You know what I mean? Like, I never knew her to not have a job, to not work, to not get her own, to not do what she wanted to do, like, since the day I met her. So just because now I spoil her, you know what I mean? And, you know, try to make her happy doesn't mean that she couldn't make herself happy if she really had to and she needed to and all that. Um, so I think you can bring yourself peace, too, you know. So I think the, the whole 10 years of us being together really like made, has really made me think about relationships and how we treat each other. And, you know, I can I can with with 100 percent confidence say that since I've gotten married, that the last three years of our relationship have been some of the best years without a doubt of our relationship. But I think a lot of that has to do with growth and maturity and us just becoming like better people over time and also going through hard things, you know, um, and just really learning to, to, to be better people and to, to do more, you know? So these last three years have been great. And it was funny cause I was joking with my wife cause we have this thing on our anniversary for our wedding. We have all these bottles that have, um, we open them at every anniversary and we, we had people write notes and put notes in these, in these wine bottles and we open them up um, on our, on those wedding anniversaries and we read the advice people gave us. And we always do that on um, Facebook Live. And I was like telling her, like, just because I like I like our dynamics of me and her talking. It's an interesting thing. I think people find it funny and I think especially our friends find it funny. And um, but she doesn't like the attention. She doesn't like to do that. You know, so like I think like even with this podcast, right, like it's called My Wife Needs a Break, like because she needs a break from me. But I think if this pot, like if the the peak of this podcast, if down the road for you know for whatever reason, I, I become you know a person that random people know and listen to, and the podcast becomes a thing that like is bigger down the road, I think she like her as a guest would be what is like the peak of the the whole thing, right? Um, I mean, there's ways it could be more amazing, but I mean, I'm not there yet. I'll tell you. So I'll tell you. So, all right. So one way it could be better than if my wife was a guest would be if I was famous enough that it could be my wife is the guest, but also like Jay-Z and Beyonce are the guests. And then we have a conversation about marriage and partnership and all of that. That's one way that it could be better. So maybe that would be the peak. Right. So it could get better. I'm just saying, I think that if I get to a point where my wife is a guest on the show, on the podcast, it would be cool, right? Obviously, Oprah on the podcast would be a big move, but that's not where we're at right now. I'm talking, you know, realistic steps here, people. Um, but yeah, we were. To- I was joking that like we should do like top, like a top ten since it's ten years. We should do like top tens of like of our relationship. And I talked about we should do like top ten vacations we've gone on. We should do like the like rank the top 10 years. I think that would be really interesting because I think my if I had to rank our years of our relationship from from best to worst. I think she and I would have very different opinions on what was the best years versus what was what were the worst years. 
and I think that would have been that would have been interesting. I still kind of want to I still kind of want to do that, and maybe we'll write it down and maybe some some at some point it'll be something we talk about. Um, but I thought that would have been cool. I think the top ten vacations thing that would have been also like a real heavy flex. Just would have felt good. I like going on vacation. Me and my wife, we like going places together. We like, you know, checking things out together. We also are creatures of habit. So if we find somewhere we really like, we'll go a lot. So, I mean, on a top 10, like, vacations list, like, I definitely think, you know, like, Vegas would probably pop up more than once because there's been a couple of different Vegas trips that were unique and special and cool. Um, But, you know, I think that would have been that would have been chill. And I think the reason we didn't do it was because on on uh, Facebook Live was because I didn't really know I didn't have a great grasp on what other top tens would we have done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like top ten restaurants we've been to or you know whatever. I don't know. It would have been interesting, but I wanted to to see that because I think it would have been a very different energy to that. But yeah, I just been real real nostalgic about the last ten years of my life and. The one constant thing throughout the entire 10 years has been, you know, my wife. And also within that 10 years of her being, you know, this girl that I liked, that I wanted to talk to, to harassing her on social media, to her, you know, finally giving me the time of day and me not really being ready to handle it. And then, you know, us being, you know, college sweethearts and dating in college and, you know, graduating and then, you know, getting our first jobs and. You know, to the point where then it's like, you know, then we're engaged and we, you know, we get married and and then we move all the way across the country right after we get married and we know nobody. It's just me and her. And, you know, I talk about a lot on stage when I've been doing stand up lately, but just the pressure to have kids now has been real interesting. I think I want to do a podcast where I maybe interview some of my friends who have kids and just talk to them about that experience. So any of my friends who have kids who listen to the podcast, you're eligible. We should talk so I can get you on here because interviews are like the next step on what we're doing on a podcast for sure. So, yeah, that's kind of it. I don't really have a whole bunch else I want to talk about. I've been talking. I really want to keep the podcast to be a shorter, easier thing to listen to. Again, it's listed under comedy. I don't know if it's always going to be funny. I don't think it is. I think it's just a good space for me to talk about some stuff. Um, because this week to me was such a heavy week on just thinking about the last 10 years and just thinking about my wife. Um, I wanted to talk about that on the podcast and just relationships and stuff. And, you know, one more thing of advice, just because it popped in my head. When I'm thinking about relationships. If you start talking to somebody And the thing you like the most about them is that they like you run away because that shit ain't going to work. I have this conversation with college students all the time. You know what I'm saying? If you if you can't figure out why you really like them, if you just if if the answer is, oh, I like that. I like that. She likes me like everybody wants to feel liked and cared about stupid. So obviously you like that. She likes you. But figure out if you like her and figure out, you know, if that's going to work, because at some point you get tired. Everybody gets tired of each other. So you better find some stuff you like about each other. You better find some things you you want to do together. You better find some something else than just feeling cared about, because that shit will fade, my friend. That's a fact. So it's one more little nugget for you on that. So 
I appreciate you taking the time uh, to listen to the podcast this week. Um, you know, 12 episodes in now, and I'm going to try to be consistent and get one up a week. Um, try to get, you know, try to get some new content out. We'll see what we talk about next week. Um, the NBA is coming back soon. The NFL just came back. I got a lot of feelings about the NFL I want to talk about on the pod. So I'll get, the, I'll get those those ideas out on the podcast soon as well. Um, but yeah, the goal is to really keep these to like 30 minutes. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time to check it out. And yeah, this weekend is going to be fun. It's it's I've been working the last few days, so I haven't had a chance to really like celebrate um, our anniversary. So this weekend we're going to celebrate and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to Disneyland and then I got a comedy festival next week. So anybody in the Burbank area, you want to check me out, make sure you hit me up um, on social media at Rui Montia, hashtag Rui Comedy, you know, check me out. I'll be on the Burbank Comedy Festival. I got three shows. I'll be checking into the festival on Sunday. So I'll be I'll be in Burbank. And then on Monday afternoon, got a show um, at Gordon Birch. It's a four o'clock show. You should check that out. It's a free show. It's outdoors on the patio. Um, and then on Tuesday, uh, I believe it's a nine o'clock show. It's at Flappers Comedy Club. It's in the Yoohoo Room. And then on Wednesday, it's an 11 o'clock show. And that's going to be at Flappers in the main room. So all the information's on RuiComedy.com. I'll be back on the podcast again in about a week to check back in with y'all again. Appreciate the love and support. And I hope that y'all succeed in whatever you're trying to succeed in this week. And that you don't let anybody deter you or give you negativity and hold you back. All right. I said this earlier today on Twitter, but try to try to bring some light into people's lives, man. Like if you're going to be involved in somebody's life, bring some positivity, bring some light. We all deal with more darkness than we need to. So be good to people. Be nice to people and good things will happen to you. You know what I mean? You don't got to be a hater. You could you could show love and still win. Everybody can win. All right. So appreciate y'all. Much love. I'm going to go and hang out with my wife now because that's the whole point of the podcast to give her a break but then when I finish the podcast I go and I bother her so that's what I'm gonna go do now episode 12 my wife needs a break appreciate you listening hope you have a great rest of your day night morning whatever time you're listening all that matters is that you did listen and also subscribe to the podcast and also feel free to share it with other people for all y'all who do listen to it I appreciate you all right I'm out